Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jake Walker, and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live for and long for the day of Jesus's return. Right now on the podcast, I am just sharing some passages that encourage and equip me to live for the day. I'm excited to have some guests on soon to share some verses that are encouraging and equipping to them. I'm pumped for today's episode. This truly has been a passage that's just been strengthening to me and has been helping me live for the day. It's uh, Proverbs 23, 17 through 18. I'm entitling this episode, Seeing Clearly. I've heard it said that faith is spiritual eyesight. And this passage sure strengthens my faith, helps me see clearly. So just a reminder, you can jump on uh, the platform Substack and subscribe to the Living for the Day newsletter. And with that comes uh, some extra encouraging and equipping, Lord willing, things uh, from me on a bi-weekly basis. I just share a, a quick encouragement called the Lift Up. I share a scripture, prayer, um, and uh, I'm calling it Jake's tool for tomorrow, which is just something helpful to me that I want to help uh, you live for and long for the day. So would encourage you to subscribe for that. And let's just jump right into this episode. Come on. Alright guys, here we go. Proverbs 23, 17-18. This is a passage that helps me live for the day. I pray it'll help you live for the day. It says this, Don't let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There's surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Come on, let me say it one more time. Proverbs 23, 17-18. Don't let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There's surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. I love this passage so much. It helps me live for the day because it helps me see reality clearly. (laughs) It helps me see reality clearly. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed to see clearly, but you could not? I remember one time I was driving in the rain with some friends and actually I was in the passenger seat and my friend was driving and so the freeway was wet and a truck on our left side was driving ahead of us and there was a puddle in the freeway, like a a large puddle. And so as the wheels of the truck went over all this rain on the freeway, it shot up onto our windshield for uh, multiple seconds. And my friend who was driving, thankfully, you know, uh, was able to keep her hands on the um, steering wheel and stay relatively calm, but didn't really respond quickly. And so I actually had to go over and flip the switch to make the windshield wipers come on. So there was there were these seconds where it was just kind of like she was just 
like holding on to the steering wheel, staying straight. But there was just water all over our windshield. We couldn't see. And thankfully, I thought of, well, let's get this windshield wiper going and reached over, flipped the switch, and all of a sudden, we were able to see. And I'm thinking there's a double sermon illustration here because sometimes we need friends to help us see clearly. Sometimes we need friends to help us be able to see what's truly clear. But isn't it true that in life uh, and in our spiritual walk, on the spiritual freeway of life, or really all the twists and turns, there are times when we find it hard to see. We can um, not see the road, not see the path. Well, I feel like God's word you know, it says that it's a lamp to our feet, um, a light to our path. It helps us see clearly. I, you know, I've heard it said faith is spiritual eyesight. It helps us see reality. It's clearly to switch the metaphors for a moment. I was thinking about Superman when kryptonite, you know, gets near Superman and all of a sudden he's weak and he's just, you know, dull and it's hard for him to think straight and It's just everything is harder for him. Well, I feel like a passage like this is something that got rid of all the kryptonite or got Superman away from the kryptonite. And all of a sudden, there's just strength back. He can see he's he's strong again. All right, another illustration I was thinking of is this passage and really just God's word in general is like an antibody that's fighting an infection. And all of a sudden, we're strong again when we were sick, and we could we could see clearly. And the way that this passage helps me see clearly in the midst of whether I'm feeling like I've got kryptonite all over me, or I've got an infection, or I can't see as I'm driving along the road because there's all this rain on my windshield, this passage is like windshield wipers in terms of it helps me see three things. It helps me see clearly the temptation... It helps me see clearly the righteous alternative, and it helps me see clearly the reward. So it helps me see clearly the temptation. It helps me see clearly the righteous alternative, and it helps me see clearly the reward. Come on. So again, the passage says, don't let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There's surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. So first, it helps me see clearly the temptation, which is that my heart would envy sinners. Can I just confess that in my flesh, I'm tempted to envy sinners sometimes. Sometimes it's like, wow, that way of life looks fun or easy, right? And my heart is tempted to long for that, to say, man, that would be an easier or a better way. This passage is showing me, hey, that's a temptation that, Jake, you're not alone in. <laughs> People for centuries, the, the righteous, those who have been seeking to follow God, seeking to follow Christ, have been tempted to let their heart envy sinners. But Jake, that's a temptation. That's one way to go. Don't go that way. Don't let your heart envy sinners. So it's helpful to me. It's it's a gift to me that this passage is saying is is you know, calling out or giving words to something that is a reality that my heart is tempted to do. What a gift uh, to have a problem diagnosed, right? So that we can treat it 
rightly. What a, what a gift God's word is saying. Hey, I know that this is something you experienced, but don't go that direction, right? It's helping me see clearly so I can target that thing and, and not go that direction. So it helps me see clearly this temptation, which is to envy sinners, envy their way of life, maybe even envy their success. And I'm just thankful because to me, it's like, yeah, I recognize that that can be a temptation or a challenge. And so I'm thankful for God's word that it just points it out. But then it helps me see the righteous alternative. It goes on. Don't let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord, the righteous alternative. Okay. So when I feel my heart tempting, you know, being tempted to envy sinners or to go that direction, here's the righteous alternative. Let your heart be zealous for the fear of the Lord. And I just noticed as I was studying for this, this is, this, this passage is about the heart. On one end, it says, don't let your heart envy sinners. But then it says, be zealous for the fear of the Lord. That's a, that's a heart verb. Be zealous, right? And so this is more than just about, hey, don't do the right thing. Or sorry, don't do the wrong thing and do the right thing. This is about ask the Holy Spirit to work in your heart and, and pray to God that he would incline your heart towards the fear of the Lord do the things in your life that cultivate a heart that's transformed, that loves the things of God, that loves righteousness, that loves the light instead of loving the darkness. And I was so encouraged by that. So there's this alternative to not just not doing the wrong things, but actually having your heart love the right things. So always be zealous for the fear of the Lord and I was thinking, how do we, how do we do that? How do we help our hearts be zealous for the fear of the Lord? And the word that just came to my mind was, well, two things, but one was investment. Do you want your heart to treasure something? Then invest in that thing. <laughs> so if I want to invest, if I want to fear the Lord, if I want to love him, that I want to invest my resources, my, my time, my love, my energy into him. I want to spend time with him in prayer. I want to give generously of my financial resources. I want to spend time studying his word. I want to invest in my obedience to him. As Jesus says, you know, your heart will be where your treasure is, or where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so, in what ways, my friends, are we investing in our relationship with the Lord and in the fear of the Lord? And the other t- second thing is just shunning evil. I mentioned this verse recently, but Job, I believe it's 1 verse 8, <laughs> when God says to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There's no one on earth like him. He's blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Part of how we help our hearts love the Lord and love sin less is we shun that which decreases our love for the Lord. So this passage helps me see clearly the temptation, helps me see clearly the righteous alternative, a heart that's zealous for the Lord, zealous for the fear of the Lord. And then it also helps me see the reward. What does this passage say? It says, don't let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. Why? Why? Why would we do that? (laughs) 
there's surely a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. It emphasizes it. It doesn't just say once, you know, uh, there's surely a future hope for you. It says it again then with your hope will not be cut off. And it's, it's obviously making the link between the way of the, the sinner's life versus the way of the righteous, the way of the sinner's life, the way the, the sinner's hope will be cut off, but the righteous's hope will not be cut off. Ultimately, when we choose to follow Christ, when we choose to follow God, when we choose to be near God, be with God, we are choosing eternal life with him. And when we choose a habitual life of sin and not walking with God, we're choosing ultimately to not be with him forever. And at that point, our hope will be cut off. My friends, what is this future reward? It's life with God forever. It's eternal life with Christ and all those who've gone before that have said yes to Christ. Oh, the reward is great. That day is coming. So when my heart is tempted to envy sinners and to follow in the way of sin, I can look up and I can say to myself, no, Jake, no. (laughs) Jake, your hope will not be cut off. One day you will see him. One day your hope will not just be by faith, but it will be made sight. Keep going, brother. Keep going. (laughs) Don't let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. Your hope will not be cut off. Jake, that day is coming, and that day is going to be better than you can imagine. I was thinking about how a passage like this, you know, it helps me see clearly these things. Helps me see clearly the temptation. Helps me see clearly the righteous alternative. Helps me see clearly the reward. And I was thinking about the great book, The Pilgrim's Progress, and just this idea that when we see something clear, when we understand a truth, it helps us go in the right direction. I was thinking about, at one point, I believe it's Christian and hopeful. You know, they're on this path, um, and they're on their way to the celestial city. And the path that actually leads to the city where they're trying to go to starts becoming extremely difficult in their trees and thorns and it's a small path and there's this other path on the other side of the wall uh, that seems to be going the same way that's very easy it's a wide path it's super you know I don't know not difficult and so they're tempted to go you know on this wrong path but if they would have held on to the truth, the reality that sometimes the way of righteousness is going to be hard. It's going to be super difficult. It's going to look harder than the path, the way of sin. If they would have held that reality in their minds, they wouldn't have gone over to that, that false path. And I just, I just am thinking that this passage is, is just vision. It's, it's clarity. Um, on the spiritual journey, right? We know that sometimes the way of, you know, not following Christ is going to look easier or going to look more fun. God is saying, hey, that's that's a reality, that it's going to look like that sometimes. But the way of the fear of the Lord is what actually leads to life. And that would help, that will help us to say no to temptation, to say no 
to a life apart from God and to say yes to him. I'm so thankful for this passage. It helps me. It helps me in those moments where I find my heart starting to wander into into envy (laughs) for the way of sinners. I say, no, I know what's true, and I know that that's not going to lead to life. And so I just want to encourage you with this passage today, my friends, my family, don't let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There's surely a future hope for you. Your hope will not be cut off. The day is coming, and when we live with Jesus, when we remain in fellowship with Christ, by His grace, through His Spirit, our hope will not be cut off. Oh, but our hope will be rewarded and fully satisfied on that day. So don't let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There's surely a future hope for you. Your hope will not be cut off. Thank you, God, for this clarity in this passage. I just want to say a prayer for you, and then we'll wrap up this time. Lord, I just thank you so much for the person listening to this podcast. God, I pray for their heart, Lord. I pray for their heart, that their heart would not envy sinners, but their heart would be zealous for the fear of the Lord and help them know deep, Lord, deep in their heart, God, that in Christ, their hope will not be cut off. So Lord, in the day-to-day decisions of life, I pray for this person that they would live by faith, that they would live in hope, God, and that they would choose the way of righteousness. They would choose to live by the Spirit, Lord, for their hope will not be cut off. I bless them today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Living for the Day. I hope you're encouraged and equipped, and we'll see you next time. Blessings. Blessings.